0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is something out of a movie. You just don't expect it to happen in real life, but that's the randomness of the world we live in. This is the Believe in Trailblazers show. The Portland Trailblazers have won the world championship. On Believe Podcast Network. Boom! Chaka-laka! Portland's number one sports podcast network. Now. The Blazers win a four! 140 to 137. Here's your host, Jordan Schultz. This last week has been absolutely unprecedented. The NBA currently on a 30-day hiatus. That's right, a 30-day hiatus, and that's just the minimum. It could be more. A worldwide pandemic known as COVID-19 or coronavirus has forced everyone everywhere to hit the pause button on their lives. like. Literally look outside at times. It almost looks like the movie. I am legend out there. Empty streets, empty businesses, empty bars as well. And you know, that word unprecedented that I opened up with last week has been absolutely unprecedented. That word unprecedented thrown around a lot, but let me try and explain this situation in the simplest way possible. I thought I would be living through world war three before I would ever live during a pandemic. And that's where we are right now. We're living through a pandemic called coronavirus. So on top of the entire world being cut off guard by this, it's also something that a lot of us never thought we'd see in our lifetime. So the Blazers playoff race becomes suddenly less important. The fact that The Blazers season could be over, and we'll talk about that, but but the fact that it could be over becomes secondary. Life and loved ones rule above all. And even though sports and life has come to a screeching halt, I will be here, breaking it all down, Blazers fans. We all have so many questions. Where does the NBA go from here? Will the season resume? And if it does, what will happen, and when will it? I'll give you the answers the best I can as we all make our way through life after the day that sports stopped. You think this is you know it's not gonna affect us. We're the NBA. One of our players has the coronavirus. No longer just on T V and somewhere in a different country. This is now home. We gotta be smart and be aware. I think it's a prudent thing to do and What went on in Utah, I don't know all the information, but that just shows you how fragile everything is right now. It's not necessarily about basketball. Obviously, this is much bigger than basketball. Um, I'm concerned about, you know, will my kids have school or not? This is certainly a black swan event in my experiences. The league being concerned about the health of of fans, players, and arena personnel. Important that the fans, players, coaching staff, our staff here at the Sixers, you know, remain healthy. Maybe tonight it was just more about thinking about what's the next steps for us. So we were uh, obviously a little slow to start and things like that. But we were just, to be honest, we were just trying to figure out what was the next steps. That was an audio montage. Uh, Both players, Trey Young at the end there, and coaches and GMs and owners as well. Elton Brand, Sixers GM. You heard uh, Mike Malone at the start coach of the Nuggets, uh, Dwayne Casey, coach of the Raptors in there. So just trying to throw together a totality of reactions when that happened last week, when the NBA shut down because a player got coronavirus, and we're going to break it down. Um, We're going to talk about it. I know a lot of us are very shocked right now. Jordan Schultz sitting in with you. Episode 11 of Believe in Trailblazers on the Believe Podcast Network. Believe is Portland's number one sports podcast network. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you have any burning questions about Rip City you want answered on this show, or if you heard something I said and want to tell me I'm crazy, a lot of people do. Hit me up on Twitter, on the air, Jordan, with an O. This show available wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and tune in. The day that sports stopped. Wow. Basketball fans, just wow. It's been a weird and eerie series of events it's affecting everyone's lives sports or not though sports led the way in being kind of the one thing in our lives the one thing that made everybody worldwide stop and pay attention to the coronavirus epidemic Um, i don't think i've ever been as shocked as a sports fan and a human being as i was when i saw that the nba shut down last week just living through that And I think a lot of us going through this, we're going to talk about the human aspect. And, you know, the coronavirus, a lot of us affected by it. We have family members that could be sick. So the human aspect of the coronavirus is something that a lot of us are focusing on as opposed to sports for the foreseeable future. I mean, I've been kind of locked in on whether or not the Blazers are going to make the playoffs. You get really one-track-minded thinking about that kind of stuff. And, you know, the Blazers, about to face off against Memphis, maybe gain a very important game in the standings. Then all of a sudden, the NBA season gets suspended one day before that game would have happened against the Grizzlies. I mean, you see the real-life uh, reaction and effect going on live at the time. Play-by-play voice of the Grizzlies and former play-by-play voice of the Blazers, Pete Pranica, tweeted out, about how they were already in Portland working out, and then after the NBA suspended the league, only having to travel basically back to Tennessee. That right there, enough of a situation just to remind you how busy everyone was going about their business when this whole coronavirus cancellation started to go down. Just to give you a bit of sports perspective, uh, the Blazers 29-37 and and three and a half games out of the eighth spot before the NBA suspended its season. And with a win over Memphis, they would have gained a game in the standings. On top of that, we were talking about Yusuf Nurkic supposing to be coming back and playing his first game of the season last Sunday. But none of that matters anymore. Well, thankfully, Damian Lillard offered an uplifting message about the coronavirus pandemic to Blazers fans and everyone else out there on Twitter over the weekend. What's up, everyone? It's Dame Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers. Just a reminder to make sure you guys wash your hands, avoid large crowds, and if you might be sick to quarantine yourself, Um, this is only a virus that we can beat together. Um, Hopefully, we'll be seeing you guys soon and back on the floor. Say, see ya! See ya! Oh, that is so cute. Dame Jr. getting in on that video for sure. Dame is clutch under pressure, by the way. He's the best rapper in the NBA. And hitting game winning shots on top of all that, it can keep his cool under utter chaos in real life. Just sitting there with his boy on his lap, watching Moana. If, you, if any of you were keen on the ear listening to what was going on in the background, Dame just sitting with his kid watching Moana and dropping some knowledge during all that about how to stay healthy. It's not like you need me telling you this, but damn it, Dame wins at life. Back to uh, the all important focus of the coronavirus pandemic. How did this happen? How did sports come to a complete stop? It was quick, like a matter of hours, that the NBA was talking about considering playing games without fans, then eventually planning to do that uh, only in San Francisco for Warriors games. From there to transferring to just shutting down the entire league, it was quick. And after that, other pro leagues and sports entities around the globe followed suit last Thursday and Friday. So, so just to kind of give you a timeline, this was so quick. Let's try to break this down as best we can to kind of put you in the moment when it was all happening because when it was happening, you were all just kind of trying to deal with it. Now, looking back a week later, just see how fast all of this different uh, news was dropping at the same time or less than 20, 30 minutes, an hour apart at times and just how quickly we all had to react to this uh, ever-growing situation that is the coronavirus pandemic around the world. So the timeline of all sports shutting down Wednesday, March 11th at 1.29 p.m. Uh, this is last week. The NCAA announced it is limiting the attendance to just family for uh, men's and women's basketball tournaments and basically essential staff. So for the NCAA tourney, they originally came out last Wednesday, said no fans, only players allowed, only family. Then later that night, you're looking at Rudy Gobert testing positive for the coronavirus about five hours later. Then when that happened, four minutes after that, the NBA came out after Rudy Gobert tested positive and just suspended the season until further notice. Not long after that, a couple of hours later, the NBA G League suspended its season. Going into the early hours of Thursday, March 12th, the news continued to break 2:24 a.m. that morning. FIBA suspending all competitions indefinitely. The ATP, which is the Association of Tennis Professionals, suspending all tournaments until at least the week of April 20th. That came down just five hours after that news from FIBA. Then a few minutes after that, ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reports that the second NBA star that has tested positive has been announced, Donovan Mitchell, for the coronavirus. A few minutes following that, Major League Soccer suspending its 2020 season for 30 days. Literally, this is all happening in the span of timing it back out about 12 hours, folks, or less. And so at this point, we are Pacific time, 8.42 in the morning. So yeah, 8.42 in the morning Pacific time. After you're hearing Major League Soccer is going to cancel its season for a month last Thursday, the next News that broke every college conference ending up canceling their men's and women's conference basketball tournaments. Now you're wondering at that point if the NCAA attorney is in limbo. About two hours later, the NHL announced that its season was suspended effective that day. And it says it plans to resume, quote, as soon as it is appropriate and prudent. Uh, About 10 minutes after the NHL news, Duke announced that all athletic activity was suspended for the foreseeable future. Then another big one about 30 minutes after that, Major League Baseball canceling spring training games and also pushing back the start of the 2020 regular season. At this point, by at least two weeks, it's probably going to be more. And this came after uh, they initially had only said that the Seattle Mariners were going to be staying home Uh, to play their games. So so this is just insane how quickly this news evolved about 40 minutes after MLB announced it was suspending its league minor league baseball announced. It was delaying the start of the season. And then the huge, huge news later in the day, about uh, 20 more minutes later, the NCAA canceling all remaining winter and spring championships, including the men's and women's basketball tournaments. So no March madness for us fans, no fun betting to take us away Uh, You know, from this real-life situation that we're dealing with, the coronavirus, no sports distractions. Sports are on hold right now, fans. And the situation with the coronavirus pandemic changing every day very quickly. Uh, Amid all the craziness, Utah Jazz Center Rudy Gobert, he offered an update on his condition over the weekend. We'll get more into him and why we're talking about Rudy Gobert He was patient zero. Hey, what's up everyone? It's Rudy Gobert. Just wanted to give you guys a little update. I'm gonna start by saying thank you to all the people that have been supportive and for all the positive energy. It really means a lot. As for myself, I've been feeling a little better every single day. Thanks to the healthcare people of Utah, in Oklahoma City, and all the great people around me. I wish I would have took this thing more seriously, and I hope everyone else is going to do so, because we can do it together. Take care, and stay safe. Yeah, Rudy, I think every NBA fan out there wishes you took this more seriously as well. If you've been living under a rock uh, since last week, Rudy Gobert... Uh, tested positive for the coronavirus, but only after he thought it would be funny to make a public display to touch every mic and recording device on his way out of talking to the media last Monday. Just a ridiculous, stupid, asinine, juvenile joke that Rudy Gobert pulled there. And, well, karma laughs in his face. He tests positive for the coronavirus. And players on the Jazz uh, have not been too happy with Rudy Gobert since he had such a cavalier attitude about that coronavirus. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN reported that there's going to be a lot of work that has to be done to repair the relationships of Gobert and other Jazz players. The one person that Rudy might want to focus on first, his teammate Donovan Mitchell. He is one of three total players, Christian Wood of the Detroit Pistons, the other to currently have coronavirus, unfortunately uh donovan mitchell putting out a statement on instagram this weekend to talk about how he's feeling what's up everybody donovan mitchell here just want to say thank you guys so much for your continued support man it means a lot to me feel fine things are going well just taking the uh proper precautions you know as was told to me by the health authorities i gotta stay in isolation so solo in here playing video games all day and um can't wait to get back out there on the floor man play in front of the best fans in the world i um, really miss playing in front of you guys and um i'll see you guys soon donovan i'm glad you're okay Glad that Donovan Mitchell's feeling all right. Prayers up for all of you guys, as well as everybody else out there, NBA players and beyond, uh, for a quick recovery. And Yeah, it is good that Donovan and Rudy Gobert are feeling better. But people need to listen to Rudy Gobert's message. Take this pandemic seriously. Good on Adam Silver uh, for just shutting the league down and putting his foot down. Last week to take the step to do so so quickly, the commish kept his players safe by doing so. You cannot have a guy with coronavirus out there playing against you know twelve guys possibly in one night because each team has about eighteen total players, not counting their uh, two D league contracts. He got sixteen total players, so you're talking about almost five hundred guys that the coronavirus could move through very quickly if you were able to continue to play while you were sick. So good on Adam Silver for really putting his foot down and stopping that as soon as he was able to. So what are we going to see as far as basketball again this season? As far as when we'll see it again, uh, could that be next fall? Could that be this summer? Well, the NBA has said its best-case scenario for the season to resume is mid-June. This isn't just a random idea. There actually is some slight optimism that the NBA can finish its season if the coronavirus doesn't get very high numbers-wise. So if it does resume in June, will they just play it from the start of the playoffs? And that's that for the Portland Trailblazers? At this point, the league is looking at three options from what I've read. One, shutting down the season totally. From this point on, no championship, no playoffs, no anything restarting with no fans in the arena or three playing playoff games with fans. For now, it looks like there is a working plan that games would return without fans. So for that teams uh, are actually, this is from a report on ESPN teams being told to search out arena dates well into August for the playoffs. Uh, I guess my next question. So, so they have a plan, but is it realistic to resume NBA games in mid June? The simple answer right now is that we don't know. It's just too early to tell. We have to wait and see how high overall growth planes of the coronavirus numbers are. If the number of cases is still rising in two months, I guarantee you, you can forget about the 2019-2020 season. They're just not going to have enough time to play without affecting free agency and the next season, which right now is slated to begin in late October. And remember, folks, canceling a season is not unprecedented in pro sports. MLB forced to cancel the 1994 season in August after the players went on strike and they didn't play a World Series that year either. I will say advantage to the Portland Trailblazers if the season does resume with uh, all of their games played. But like I said, they only have so much time to allow that. But if if such a scenario came to pass, imagine the help that this break would give them. Zach Collins would most likely be back on the floor for Portland by then, along with the hopefully more conditioned use of Nurkic, who we were expecting back uh, this last Sunday. That defense that the Blazers have been missing would be back with a vengeance, obviously, right? And and if the season does resume, there's always the small chance that Portland still grabs someone like maybe Evan Turner off the buyout market. Small chance. Not saying that's even a guarantee or that it, it could happen, just a tiny chance. It is worth noting NBA teams cannot make roster changes until at least April 10th. Uh, So basically, this moratorium on the league, all business is frozen. No trades, no signings, no player or team options or 10-day contracts or any of that. And and you talk about the money aspect here. Remember, teams are losing money. This loss of revenue, uh, businesses are experiencing this all over the country and the world as well as giant entities. The NBA is First and foremost, a business. The coronavirus pandemic, it's really trickling up all the way to the top. The effects are anyways. The NBA, very concerned about all the money lost here. And the players aren't getting paid right now. Although, cool story, it is very cool to see people like Mark Cuban, uh, Kevin Love, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Zion Williamson as well, a bunch of others stepping up, donating money, To pay, This is important to pay part-time staffers that work the arenas uh, that will lose out on a lot of income during this coronavirus pandemic that has caused the league to be suspended. The Portland Trailblazers, thankfully, uh, doing the same. They've also started a GoFundMe. I think that is pretty awesome for all those part-time arena staffers. They would miss nine games of pay. At least here in Portland, they would miss nine games of pay. That's about 20% of the income that they expected. So good on the league and its participants stepping up so quickly to take care of these very important employees. They make your food, they pour your beer, they clean up after you and make sure it looks good the next time you want to come to the arena, ensuring that you have a great time. So, you know, what a cool story among the loss of revenue, among the players not getting paid you're still seeing the good of humanity coming out. You're still seeing, you know, the Blazers leading the charge. You're still seeing a lot of these owners and other players and coaches helping out, paying these people that really need it. And thankfully, they will be much happier coming back when basketball does resume. So hopefully we can see basketball this summer. But overall, fans, my best answer to that question is I don't know. It really is. Depends on how the coronavirus pandemic shakes out and how quickly we see numbers go away or we see numbers grow. And I know Adam Silver and the rest of the NBA brass will be waiting, trying to make the best decision that they can. Hopefully there's more basketball this summer, but at the same time, I would much rather that everybody be safe and that everybody be healthy and that we just gear back up for next season. Honestly, I would think that that's probably where we're going, but there is a chance that we could still see a semblance of a finish of a 2019-2020 basketball season this summer. All right, basketball fans, now it is time for my favorite part of the program every week, This Week in Blazers History. If you're new to the podcast, it's where we take time to acknowledge a historical player or moment important to the team from around that week. Kind of odd, uh, unprecedented situation since we're all trapped inside with no games to watch right now. Current games anyways. I thought it would be sweet to ask this question. What classic Portland Trail Blazers games do you want to go back and watch? I saw uh, one of my former co-workers and current Blazers Outsiders host Joe Simon's tweet the question out. Absolutely loved it and and thought that watching our favorite Blazers games Uh, Just going back through history, watching our favorite ones of all time would be a great way to keep that feeling of positivity that we get from sports still flowing. What games do you want to go back? What classic Trailblazers games do you fans want to go back and watch? And please, all right, we all want to go and relive the collapse and the heartbreak of Western Conference Finals. this game seven in 2000 against the Lakers. All right. They gave up a 16 point lead and they lost and they didn't get to the NBA Finals. That's too easy. So so please, once again, hit me up on Twitter on the air, Jordan. If you have a specific game that you want to watch, what classic Trailblazers game would you go back and watch during this NBA hiatus that we're in? Other than that Western Conference Finals Game 7 collapse, I would want to go back and watch Dame Dollar's game-winning shot against Houston. This was back in 2014. Of course, closed out the first round of the playoffs for the Portland Trailblazers. Nine-tenths left. A three wins the series. It's Lillard. He got the shutoff. Oh, my God. Good. And the Blazers win the series for the first time in 14 years. Man, what a cool highlight. I just get goosebumps every time listening to that. Uh, Damian Lillard, he beat Houston 99-98, 25 points there, three assists, six rebounds. And uh, actually, LaMarcus Aldridge led the way for the Blazers that game with 30 points, but yeah, just go find that on YouTube. That was actually my fiance, one of her favorite games uh, that she said she would want to go back and watch. All right, I got a few here. The next one, of course, this is an obvious one, the four overtime uh, win over the Denver Nuggets uh, in the second round of the playoffs back in 2019. I believe that was uh, early May, maybe May 3rd to be exact, but that's always a good one. I was so involved during that game that I just want to go back and watch it just so I can kind of see from the outside looking in how well the Blazers were playing at times and how much of a gritty contest it was for the final 20 minutes of that game. And by final 20 minutes, I mean the four overtime. So definitely go watch that four overtime victory over the Nuggets in the playoffs. This one was really cool. My dad actually uh, told me about this one. Billy Ray Bates, a game-winning shot, December 30th, 1980. Where were you? as a Portland Trail Blazers fan. Check this out, he came off the bench to do this. Kermit will inbound across the way at midcourt. Let's see what happens, it all has to hurry, uh, be done in a hurry. Kermit on the inbound play, inbound. Bates at the heart, he scores! They score, and they win it! The Blazers win the ball game! They are all over Billy Ray Bates! Oh my, at the buzzer! Bill Shonley on the call, of course. Uh, Just a last-second tip-up by Billy Ray Bates. Uh, Back in the day, uh, this was 1980, and I don't think that they measured the clock by tenths of a second yet. So so you go in, you'll find this clip on YouTube, you'll see there's one second left, Kermit Washington for the Portland Trailblazers, inbounding from near half-court, and Billy Ray Bates, uh, Kermit throws it up near the hoop, and Billy Ray Bates just steps up, taps it in. Such a cool game to watch back from 1980. Uh, almost before New Year's Eve going into 1981. Another game, this is my favorite player, and this was his top-scoring performance, his career high, Arvidas freaking Sabonis. 32 points, 10 rebounds, 6 blocks in a 122-91 to 91 win over the Golden State Warriors, April 4th, 2001. Arvidas dancing inside, (laughs) Justin will go to the line for a three-point opportunity, and the Blazers have established Sabonis in the post early. Yeah, gotta love that call from Pete Pranica. Always miss hearing him calling Arvidas Sabonis highlights. Sabas, man, one of the best passers in the game, even as a big man, and him and Damon always made a formidable pair. Damon Stoudemire, that is. Sabonis on the game to Stoudemire! Nice play! The tallest and shortest guys on the floor combined, and the Blazers up 12. I love that. The tallest and the shortest guys on the floor. Of course, Arvidas coming in at 7-1, and Damon Stoudemire, 5-10. Love it. So those are just some of the games that I want to go back and relive uh, during this downtime that I'm going to have as a Portland Trail Blazers fan, that Saba's career-high point performance in April of 01, Billy Ray Bates' game-winning shot in 1980. Of course, that 4 0 win over the Denver Nuggets in last year's second round of the playoffs in 2019. And Dame's game-winning shot against Houston back in the first round of the 2014 playoffs. I think we've got some fun stuff to watch, Blazers fans. And honestly, I think that we're going to be okay during this. As long as we keep our attitudes up, keep the positivity going, We wash our hands, and we're not stupid. Everybody's going to be all right, and we're going to be back watching Blazers basketball soon. Well, that's a wrap on Episode 11 of Believe in Trailblazers. If you have any burning questions about the team you want answered or you think I'm crazy, hit me up on Twitter, on the Air Jordan with an O. This show available wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Please, please, please hit the download button and wash your hands when you do and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. You can also find the show at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com and Believe Podcasts on Twitter. Believe also on Instagram as well. If you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact us at Believe.com. That's all for now, Portland fans. Please stay healthy and wash your hands. We're going to be talking a lot of Blazers basketball. What if? We're going to get some guests on the program And we're just going to keep you entertained for however long we're sitting back quarantined through the coronavirus pandemic. I'm Jordan Schultz, and I'll talk to you next week. Stay healthy and Rip City, baby. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.